Spare some salt. Spare some change. Spare some change. Some change. In Italian. There is a city in Italy which is called Changeo. That was the sound of tequila, because today we're here with Samuel, who's from Mexico. So hello Samuel, and welcome to the first episode of Erasmus Baby. Hello Julio, thanks for having me here. Hi. Can you introduce yourself? Okay. Really quickly. Really quickly? What do you want to know about me? My name is Samuel. Um, I was born in Mexico in 1998, so I'm Mm -hmm. 22 years old. I'm a marketing student. And what? Sexy. Sexy? Yeah. I don't know how sexy marketing can be, but... (laughs) I've seen Batman, like, can be pretty sexy. Yeah. Okay. So I'm also kind of the sound guy. I love love audio. I love music. I've been playing instruments since I was little. So yeah, I'm like a not professional musician, but I have dedicated about, what, 14 years of my life to music. And you make your own songs. Yeah, it, I try to. I make, <laughs> I make really hard attempts on, on doing that. But yeah, I, I write some songs and yeah, play guitar, little drums. I try to sing and yeah. You have something on Spotify already, right? Yes, yes. I have a, a, like a concept song. Mm-hmm. It's like a single. It's yeah. called Good to Hear You. That's and cool. yeah, it's on Apple Music and Spotify. I released it earlier this year. That's cool. So yeah, yeah. that's, that's the only music uh, project that I've published so far and now you're in warsaw i'm in warsaw yeah i'm currently living in poland i've been living in poland for three months so far yeah man so the reason that we invited you today Uh is to talk about that okay so we want to ask you like how did you end up in poland right 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 okay yeah so i've always loved to travel and i had been in poland already uh, five years ago i made a trip with uh, an aunt of mine um, she was very nice to invite me um, to come over with her, and yeah, so that that was the first time I actually traveled outside of Mexico. So I was 16 years old, first time traveling out of Mexico, and I mean I could have gone to the United States, which is a lot closer, but I crossed the pond, which, which was like really, really nice. Um, so yeah, I, I had been here already, and now that I was in university. Uh, I was considering uh, the whole Erasmus thing and then I was talking to my parents and they told me like you you, you want to go to Erasmus you need to find a place in where like preferably you already know people you know because it's a lot easier if you know people yeah. already uh, wherever you're going yeah so they suggested I, I didn't pick just like a random place that I liked and like start from scratch and not have any contacts or whatever so yeah I, I made really good friendships uh, five years ago here in, in Poland I have Friends also, a few friends in Germany, so I was also considering Germany. Um, 
but yeah, but I, I ended up choosing this because I... Did I, you I, apply only for Poland or for other countries? No, I, I applied for two. Uh, like my main, like the main option was, was Warsaw. Okay. And the second option was Berlin. Because I have a really good friend of mine in, in Berlin. From Mexico. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he yeah, his, his mother is Peruvian. Uh, his father is German. He was born in Brazil, actually. Uh, very he, international. Yeah, very mm-hmm. international. And he lived in Mexico for like 10 years. So we met when we were like, yeah, like 11, I think, or something. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, like having that contact there, but I, I know a lot more people here. And yeah, and I wanted to come back. Like I, I definitely enjoyed it a lot when I was here five years ago. So I, I have like a like a special place in my heart for Poland. Like it was like my first big trip. So yeah, of course. Cool to come back. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and you moved at kind of a weird time because... Of the oh, virus yeah. that we will 2020 name. right now 2020. <laughs> <laughs> almost the end of 2020 well, from the future ends. people that are but you, yeah but you you moved like mid pandemic like yeah, yeah 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 and it was it was nerve-wracking as hell because holy shit like um and also our friends the spanish girls the infamous spanish girls uh-huh. they, infamous. they they struggled with the whole flight thing and i and i yeah. flew from spain as well because i i flew from mexico to spain because i have family in spain and i stayed like uh like two weeks there and then I took a flight to, over to, to Poland, of course, from there. And I flew in like two days earlier than they did, right? Or something. Mm-hmm. And that was like spot on just before they uh, updated the restrictions for flights. Because like yeah. S- Spain was restricted. There were no landings from Spanish flights in Poland. Oh. And then I got like a weird three-day gap <laughs> for my flight. Because I had a flight, uh, for one story, I had a flight canceled. And I think I haven't even been refunded the money for that. Okay. Right? <laughs> and I had to, like, I that, that was for the 30th of From September. From Spain to Poland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Like the same, it, it was going to be two days earlier. Yeah. And then I got one for the 2nd of October. Okay. Make sure you were lucky because you were Yeah, yeah, because there was no updates on the okay. restrictions back then. I but see. then like a, two days later, they updated them. And then they were banning flights. So I think the flights were coming through like a different route. Like there was a connection flight. Mm-hmm. In order to be able to enter yeah, Poland, yeah, yeah. so yeah, but I got really lucky with that, and it was really nerve wracking to know if I was gonna be able to enter or not because I had everything ready and I had to like come to this place, like to my actual flat, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's kind of how it went. And what were your first like impressions when you were back in Warsaw? Um, after five years. After five years certainly looked familiar definitely looked familiar but it was like really different I, I was like really just a kid right being 16 you're really just a kid so it was a lot less I mean obviously like having known it before having been here before it was mm-hmm. it didn't feel as big I don't know that, that's like the, the feeling that I got you know like I, I also didn't recognize many landmarks and I think in lots lots has changed in the city like there's lots of new buildings so maybe yeah I, I think yeah I think yeah, Warsaw yeah. is one of those cities that like every five years it just sort of changes mm. its sort yeah, of like sure a really big a lot part in the last years. of it yeah because yeah. yeah, they're constantly building like new skyscrapers they're yeah. really it's it's a really like modern city yeah which you yeah, don't yeah. necessarily expect like in Eastern Europe like when I tell my friends like oh I'm going to like Poland whatever mm-hmm. they expect like some far like very sort of almost like because sec- they used to call it the second world right so like a really mm-hmm. poor like area whatever but then if you look at Warsaw it's way more modern than it's like super a lot developed. of yeah. right? I really didn't know it was like this so. would be. Like, 
I was actually surprised also about like the payment and stuff. It, everything is so modern. Everything is really yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, there, I, there, there's lots of, of like roads in the works. Like when, when we got here, they were working on the main road that's like behind our building. Yeah. Right here, and they worked in, on it like for a month. And is there any other reason for you to come to Poland specifically? Or yeah, I I came okay. over because I made uh I made good really really good friends with uh, a girl when I like when I was here five years ago. Okay. And now we're dating, so yeah, uh-huh. that was that was one of the the reasons that I uh, took into account to come over here. Definitely, definitely. because you stayed in contact, like after yeah, yeah, yeah. We stayed in contact for for five years, and yeah, and, and we were like really, well, we are really good friends, right? But now we're dating. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that was one of the reasons. And do you feel like the pandemic is changing the things here in the the experience? in some way yeah i mean the thing that yeah like you can't visit any cultural uh, you know like centers like museums are closed so yeah there's there's not much to like take in the culture um and you know like restaurants and clubs and bars so anything recreational you have to take it to your your uh, like your private place your, <laughs> your flat private, you know? yeah. your your tiny room like mine <laughs> Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that takes that detracts from the experience, but I think um, I don't know. Like I, I feel like the the friendships and the bonds that I've made during this trip have also benefited from that. Like it, it's a lot more intimate, you know, like to meet up with friends at their place rather than going to like a big yeah. club yeah, and having like all yeah. that noise. Because then you don't necessarily have to talk that much. Like yeah. you just yeah, you're yeah, just yeah. somewhere and you can just yeah. enjoy yourself. And also you are always with the same little group of people. Yeah, yeah it's hard to meet other um other people. It's kind of like at least like for for me as well, like you just meet the people in the beginning and then you sort of stick to them and then you stay with them yeah, and you yeah. don't really branch out to like other, even other groups. Yeah, you get in a group actually and it stays that one. And I think that if it wasn't for the coronavirus, it would be different probably because we yeah. would like meeting more people in, I don't know, bars and stuff. Yeah, I, I do know. think it's harder to sort of experience the atmosphere of the, of the, of the city because of course, like normally yeah. it's like people are in bars and you can go to like the cultural like stuff and also just on the streets there's just more people so there's and yeah now that's not really like possible yeah that was Which my question actually but i feel like the experience of the city yes it's changing but the experience of erasmus in general you still have that one because uh, it's about the international meeting people yeah of course of course and you just meet like less people and you just not take the out really... the classes <laughs> like yeah. the actual lectures yeah. in person yeah right? yeah, yeah. You take and that out of the equation and you have all the rest, like the meetups and everything. Yeah. yeah, and you don't have like the really big infamous like Erasmus parties. Okay, um, we're moving on to the next questions about Mexico. Mm-hmm. So let's take another shot first, guys. Okay, because we need alcohol to all talk right, about Mexico. So. Salud. Salud. <laughs> I did not enjoy. Ooh. No, I did. Okay. So the first question. I love the M. <laughs> so the first question, how? Of course, your daily life is different now, but like, yeah. how? How? In what exact way is it different from your daily life in Mexico? Mexico, okay, like pre-pandemic. Okay, let's say pre. Let's say mm, pre-pandemic. Yeah. Okay, pre-pandemic. All right. So, um, I mean, of course, everything that logically changed uh, with the pandemic is gone but like in Mexico I used to have my own car for example it's something that I'm I don't have here anymore but it's really nice because 
in in my city, which is Puebla, mm -hmm. um, yeah, the public transport is not that great, right? So I wouldn't use it. Like I I did use it a few times when I was in middle school and high school. Um, that I was lucky enough to to have my parents give me a car when I entered college. Okay, so yeah, when I, when I started university, my parents were like, "Okay, you're gonna be going coming going all day, so have this car." And, and my university is quite close, but I it was really nice. So yeah, I sometimes miss having a car, but not really because like the metro and the tram system here is really cool. I really love it's it. It's yeah. really good, especially because yeah, also there's buses at night, which is yeah. nice. Yeah, like yeah. every twenty minutes. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. 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 And why wouldn't you take the um, like the public transport in Puebla? Um, sometimes I, it's kind of unsafe. <laughs> um, depends on the time. You mean like dangerous? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That, that <laughs> some the Taurus going so on there here. Is like some criminality yeah. in Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It, it's it's not as bad as it it's it's heard of but okay, it can okay. get pretty bad in certain places at certain times it's all about not being at the wrong place at the wrong time you know yeah and you, is you, your city like one of the safe ones if there are so it used to be it used to be but yeah like it, it depends like as the government changes and i'm not not a politics expert yeah uh, sure but yeah like you you can see like things change through like the different administrations like okay. when they switch Um, and yeah, like right before I left and right before pandemic, things were getting kind of crazy. Like yeah. a friend of mine got, well, not a friend, but a, like an acquaintance, a friend of a friend got stabbed near the university. The yeah, yeah, it was, it was something like, but it, it's funny because like, well, not, that's not funny, of course, it's funny. but the, but the <laughs> interesting thing is that, yeah, um, you know, you hear about it and it, it, my, my mindset has changed a lot, like since I've been here. And, and those things are not a part of my life anymore. And, and it's a, a, like worries that are not in my life anymore. Yeah. I started thinking like, holy shit, that's not normal. Like, that's not yeah. a, like a no, nice way to, to, to live, yeah. you know. But you, you are so used to it and it's part of your context that you don't question it. I mean, it's not that I didn't think that, you know, like getting stabbed was crazy. Yeah, but, sure. but yeah, you hear from it and it's sort of normalized. How is the relationship with police? Oof, in Mexico. That's that's a tricky subject as well because there's like great policemen, but there's also like really corrupt ones. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like bribes are a big thing. Like you you can always get I away imagine. with a yeah. bribe. Usually, uh, it's rare the situation in which a cop will like not take a bribe and okay. be like, you need to get your ticket and pay for it the right way. Um. So yeah, it, it's a tricky subject, and of course, like you can't generalize, but there's definitely. A huge corruption problem and yeah and bureaucratic issues of course um but yeah i think i think i um drifted a little from the yeah so i was telling you about this guy right that got stabbed yeah. and then like in in near my university there's this uh, area of bars like actually like the one of the streets that that's in front of my university is like the largest bar street in in puebla i think it's the largest one Cool. But well, it's it's a huge street and it's full of bars and restaurants. And at the end of it, there's a place called Container City, mm -hmm. and it's a bunch of containers that are like bars. Um, and a guy got sh killed there, like shut down. I think the guy was involved in some shady stuff, right? It wasn't like okay. a random target. Yeah, but still, like, but still, like you think like it was on Friday normal. or Saturday, yeah, so yeah, it was yeah. lots of people, and it was like really lucky Crazy. that they got the target that they wanted. And that no one else got hurt, right? Yeah, so that, that's course. the kind of stuff that was shifting. 
And when I when I started university a little over three years ago, um, things were very different. Like we would go to parties and, and the men wouldn't worry about taking an Uber back home when yeah. they were like drunk or whatever. And then you, I started to notice like, you know, like my friends tell me like, maybe we shouldn't get an Uber. Maybe we should like, uh, you know, call our parents and have them pick us up or maybe, okay. or maybe like ride together in the Uber. Don't get an Uber yourself. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it started to change like, like very, um, gradually. Mm-hmm. But Which then years? I, but then I looked back and I was like, yeah, like in 2018, when I got into okay. university, like that second half of 2018, we were taking Ubers without really caring. It was another, like a completely different situation for the women. But for us guys, it was like a normal thing, like to take an Uber alone to get back to your to your home or whatever. And then like before the whole lockdown started, like at the beginning of this year, I was like, holy shit, it used to be a lot different when I yeah. when I started uh, university. And you mentioned so, yeah. women. How is the situation for women in Mexico? Hmm. I mean, like compared to Poland. Yeah, there's lots of... Uh, as they, in Spanish, they call them feminicidios, which is like yeah, feminicides yeah, yeah. or yeah, like, yeah. like female homicides, right? Feminicidio in Italian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a high index for that in certain regions of the country. The state of Mexico, which surrounds uh, Mexico City, has like the highest index of, of those type of homicides. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's lots of uh, chauvinism. It's called chauvinism. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's lots of like the, the culture is very chauvinistic, like mm. macho, like macho, like macho. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, women in the kitchen and like, yeah, yeah. but but it's it, it's not even that like of like the actual practice, but it's that mentality, you know. Yeah. It's like the okay. mindset. They will like repress them, and they can't, you know, like go to study. Like, and and that's not that, that's a funny thing. Like, <laughs> I I'm, I think I'm getting like too into the cultural like like not like the culture, but like the social. Uh, structure but we're That's like good. Mexico is very segregated into very specific like levels or groups you know so okay. like two-thirds of the entire population are in some type of poverty like mm-hmm. covering from like slight poverty to extreme poverty it's like two-thirds mm-hmm. of the population so that's when where you see like the biggest issues regarding that and then like middle class um, that starts to fade the the higher it goes but the, the the mentality is still kind of there you know like maybe it's not that uh, apparent in actions and choices yeah. but it's also in the way of speaking and in just demeaning women out of like the way of referring to them yeah. uh, in different situations something that I think it's kind of terrible definitely very terrible yes. and, and you know it's not such a big thing in my generation or or generation closer to me like i mean like younger people yeah uh, let's get more into this like do you think there is a difference do you feel a difference in the attitude of people like in mexico uh in comparison to poland oh yeah 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 for yeah? sure and, and yeah and and i and, and having had uh, friends from here for a long time i've i've touched the topics about you know like chauvinism and 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 they've also told me that it's kind of a thing here okay but it's very different because i think mexico is more because like, i mean also here they have a problem of domestic abuse yeah uh, yeah, and, yeah sure uh, i've, I've heard i i don't know that much about it but i, I know that it's yeah it's, it's an issue but i think it, it's generally more i don't know i think europe in general is a lot more humanitarian <laughs> and i mean it's in cultures are way older than american cultures yeah so yeah there's definitely uh there's a lot more progress there right like for instance just 
strangers like that you meet in the shops or the streets or wherever like is there a difference of attitudes in them versus like people you would meet in the street or in the shops or whatever like in mexico i've never been one to talk to strangers much like i I don't know but also just like people in the supermarket or the restaurants or whatever right right no i think i I don't see that much of a difference there i think just like people behave in a very like you know, like flat manner. Okay. Yeah, I don't see any any like big difference. Um, I mean, also here, language barrier is one thing. So I like yeah, sometimes of course, of course, yeah, sometimes you don't understand what's going on when like people are discussing on the street or that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. you you. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to know like what they would be like if you did speak the language. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's always. Yeah, maybe sometimes they are cold, but I can imagine that they wouldn't be cold if I spoke Polish. Because I mean, I I try I tend to think that maybe in Italy people like in the shops and stuff tend to smile more, and that is like something I I actually noticed in these months. But I also think okay, maybe they smile more because they know my language and they. We... But then on the other hand, like also on the street, I feel I, like at least for me, I feel like people are quite like stoic almost. Yeah. You know. Here, you mean? Here, like in Poland. That's true. But I guess it also has to do with just like the weather. I genuinely think that. I I don't know. It sounds kind of stereotypical, but you know, maybe. No, no, no. But I think like generally because if this if the sun doesn't shine like very often, like of course, like people are happier when the sun shines, and here, the sun doesn't shine very much. Like we just went (laughs) through like a two week spell where I genuinely did not see the sun once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Where I couldn't. yeah. 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 Well, yeah, that that was a wild experience, mm, like, mm, mm. such a shift in, in Oh, weather. yeah, the weather, yeah, yeah. yeah talk about that, I mean, oh, talk about yeah, that, yeah, 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 and, and funny enough, I'm not from, like, just to be clear, I'm not from a hot part of Mexico, like, the temperature in my state in general, because there's, like, Mexico's divided in states and then cities, and then smaller subdivisions, but yeah. that that's not relevant, um, but yeah, my state is pretty much the same through and through, and... You know, the lowest temperature that we'll get, we we'll, we'll might get into negative numbers, like, in the really early morning in February, but, like, minus two, right? So that's, like, the lowest okay. it will go. And then during the day, we'll go up to, like, 13 or 11, 13 mm-hmm. degrees Celsius. So that's, like, the coldest it gets. And then uh, mm-hmm. this year was really hot, which was really weird. But we got up to, like, 33 or 35, which is too hot for, for Puebla. Okay. Uh, but yeah, like other areas in Mexico, they go up to like 50 degrees, which is insane. Okay. Thank God I'm not from there. <laughs> Hi to all my friends if they're listening. <laughs> they're from there. Their, guys, their climate sucks. <laughs> we remember you. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. But yeah, there's definitely sun all the, like throughout all the year and lots of uh, daytime time <laughs> not like here because mm. sun's setting right now like 3 30 which yeah, is it's insane that's yeah, insane yeah. yeah now i'm getting used to it but in the beginning yeah. it was like crazy i'm I mean, still not used to it. it it's night at four yeah it's fucking yeah. crazy it's, because it's crazy. i mean like in the netherlands it gets night at four or five and mm-hmm. that's already like really annoying but then mm-hmm. like in the netherlands at what time five Oh, that's also super early that's really early yeah, but like then still us, like it's... there's a difference between like 3 30 yeah, there is. At five. Yeah. Yeah. Like, my problem is that, like, at six, I feel like going to sleep because it's been dark yeah, for yeah, a while. Like, sometimes, yeah, like, sometimes I do my groceries and then at, like, two or something and then I come home and it's, like, three yeah. and I'm like, okay, time for dinner. And yeah, I'm like, exactly. wait, it's, like, three. 
Yeah, but do do you like notice any like emotional effects of that? Um, I don't know. At first, I think so. Like it was kind of overwhelming to have to pull pull through the day because I I had like I was still taking my my online lectures and it was mm. dark. Yeah, just and, and to be clear, he was taking lectures at his Mexican uni, but like in Poland, so. With the he Mexican would have, schedule. With, yeah. like, a Mexican <laughs> schedule. So he would have, like, lectures until, what was it, like, three... Uh, quarter past three. The, yeah, Mondays and Wednesdays, that's... Quarter past three, like, at night, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kind of a lot. Yeah. Two weeks ago, we were hanging out, and uh, it was, like, one and a half, and he told me, hey, sorry, I have to log in in this class, and I was like, what the fuck, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so, so but, that yeah. was kind of overwhelming. Uh... Yeah, so like it would be, yeah, like you said, it would it would feel like nighttime, like time to sleep at like six, because it had been already dark. For, well, not at six, but like at eight. You know, like four hours of of darkness, and then you just feel like sleeping. And then I had to pull through like quarter past three in the morning, so that was kind of overwhelming. Um, yeah, I didn't think that it messed with my uh, feelings or emotions or whatever, but it was definitely like tiring. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of weird. And then, like, I would have to stay up so late. So I would get up late, logically, right? So I would get up at, like, 11 or 12. And I would have, like, three hours of sunlight. Yeah. And then darkness again. So that that was pretty crazy. That was pretty crazy. Now that I'm in holidays, uh, it's fine. I mean, I'm, I'm... Going to sleep late, but it's not the same. It's out yeah. of joy and not out of <laughs> duty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I yeah. can I can withstand it. Do you own a poncho? No, I do, do not own a poncho. A sombrero? <laughs> nope. Man, no. you're not Mexican. What are you doing here? I am, I am, I am a fake Mexican, my guy. What the fuck are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> what I was wondering, because you've been to like other parts of Europe, right? Like, because I was gonna ask, like, do you feel a difference between like Western Europe? And like Eastern mm, Europe, I think I haven't experienced. You haven't enough. experienced yeah, enough. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, architecturally, I can tell the difference. Yeah, sure. right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Spain and here are very different, and I could definitely tell a bigger difference between Spain and Poland than Germany from Poland. Yeah. Although there's sense. a big difference. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah it makes uh, sense. But yeah, like I, I can see a bigger difference. The bigger the distance. But yeah, that's it. I mean, I know stuff about, uh, like. Spanish culture, but I have not experienced it, so mm. I cannot say how uh, precise my knowledge of it is. Because I feel like for Western Europeans, usually, like, Eastern Europe feels quite far, mm-hmm. sort of. Because also, I feel like Poland or, like, any Eastern Eastern or Central Eastern European country is the farthest I could have gone in Europe, like not geographically, but mm-hmm. just in terms of like the culture and stuff, because here they're much more like conservative in terms of uh, like social issues, mm-hmm. which is interesting. And of course, they have a very different history than like the rest of Europe. Yeah, yeah, true. Okay. Yeah. Should we move on to the Instagram questions? Yes. Instagram questions. Yes. Right? Do you eat tacos? Everything. Everything. No, wait, because we have to explain this. So I posted a story on my account uh, like one hour ago and I was waiting for some questions to ask a Mexican person. And uh, the questions are, do you eat tacos everything? Do you? I need a rephrasal of that question, <laughs> definitely, which I think was uploaded yeah, shortly it after. it was uploaded and it was, <laughs> do you eat tacos every day? Okay, all right, so... I could probably say yes, or 
very frequently. But the thing is that, you know, like proper tacos, like having tacos al pastor or tacos arabes, that's not like a daily thing. But I, I will use tortillas just like I use bread, you know, like I will have just instead of having a sandwich. I mean, I'm not going to put lettuce and tomato, but I might put ham in it, like a tortilla with ham on it and just like eat that. Mm-hmm. Right? Or quesadillas. You can have quesadillas daily. <laughs> it's like grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah, like a grilled cheese sandwich, but in a tortilla. So, yeah. If that if you count wrapping stuff around tortillas, yeah, I, I probably did have tacos every day. Mm-hmm. But yes. if, if you talk about the specific recipes, nope. Okay, the next question from Omar. Mm-hmm. What do you call a Mexican who lost his car? I know that joke, because it's a very old joke. Uh, and you call him Carlos. He's like, Carlos. That's a knee slapper right there. <laughs> but, Thank you, Omar. Um, Omar. But he wasn't done with it. Uh, there's an, another, there's question. another question. Okay. What do you call a Mexican that can't do anything? Oh my God. Oh, this is difficult. I can see it in your eyes. You don't know this one. No, I do not know this one. So okay. we have to I'll get back him. to you, Omar. Personally, I'll DM you. <laughs> I'll take you out for a nice lunch. Maybe a coffee. Yeah. What is the answer? I don't know. I don't know. Inca Pablo. Inca Pablo. <gasps> it's like you're incapable yeah. of doing anything. So Inca Pablo. Yeah. I just know the. I, uh, I know Inca Pablo. I, I just know. Uh, I just know like the joke in Dutch. So right, that's, right, right. Uh, so you knew it. Yes. Ah, okay. I have a sticker that says, if you were a Mexican, your name would be Inca Pablo. Right. I think that was it. Yeah, and then there is Alicia from the Basque Country is asking, uh, actually, which language is it in Mexico? But right. We, we dig that. Mexican-Spanish. We, we found out already. That's, that can be the middle ground, Mexican-Spanish. Is it different? Yeah, words that have similar meanings are used in different uh, situations. So, yeah, I can't think of any examples... But yeah, it, okay. we can understand each other pretty well. I mean, when, when I'm talking to, to people from Spain, I do have to modulate my uh, structuring of my okay. uh, sentences. Because like, if I go full-on Mexican style, uh-huh. they won't get anything. Uh-huh. <laughs> or maybe not anything, but it yeah, can, yeah, it can get slightly difficult. confusing for them. Yeah. And it doesn't for me, because I'm used to listening and, and hearing, like you know, like from YouTube or maybe like... TV shows or movies, people speaking Spanish from Spain, so... Of course, yeah. I think we're more used to, like, in Mexico to listen to Spanish people speak than Spanish people to yeah. Mexican people speak. Probably. Makes sense. Yeah. And also the swear words, like, Mexicans are so, so creative. And, <laughs> and Spanish people are boring as are, fuck. Yeah. Didn't want to say <laughs> that. Hostia. <laughs> Hostia. Joder. Joder. No, they're creative as well, but not as creative as us. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. And see. with that, we end. Yeah, I think we can end it. Amazing, guys. Thanks for having me as your so first welcome. guest. It's been yes. an honor. It's been an honor to drink some nice tequila um, with lime and salt. Yes. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the way to go. Yes. Same for us. Should we do one last shot? Yes, yes please. Let's goodbye. Do it. Oh, oh, oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Jules' face turning red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Double this And time. that's All right. the tequila. <laughs> I'm going to turn you... into Arnold Schwarzenegger. You sure. are. You are. Yes, you do. I, th- I think we're not going to have any more lime. No? Do you guys need it? Because I don't need it. I, I mean... could shut like this all night. All night? Okay, all night. that's Mexican from you. Yes, sir. 
Guys, so to Erasmus baby. To Erasmus baby. Cheers. Cheers. Hasta la próxima, amigos. Hasta la próxima. Oh, it's worse. Ooh. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's worse without the lime. It really it is. is. Ah. Okay, you, you should, we, should we already put the salt? Yeah, yeah. You have to lick yourself and then... Yeah, I know. You gotta lick yourself with the music the moment. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> pa arriba, pa abajo, pa el centro y pa dentro. Okay. Which means like up, down to the center yeah. and inside.